0: Six months ago, U.S. Special Forces launched an assault, killing Ben Khalid and his terrorist organization.
1: Six heroes who risked their lives to stop Ben Khalid from carrying out his threat to attack this country. We're blown. The whole squad. What? Ben Khalid's people found us.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to the 24th Faithful Podcast again. We are missing two of our four hosts. We don't know where they are. We don't know what they're doing. We don't know why they don't love us. But Joel and I are here. Joel Wood, welcome.
0: Brave, brave in the weather and and all the things that go with it. You, you know, got some Brett, weather down? To... Well, we're actually having a tornado warning down here. So Oh, Kinda. I didn't know you guys had
2: tornadoes that far south. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm serious. I didn't. All you ever hear about is hurricanes down there. So,
0: well, we have them like once every every six months. We'll we'll have a tornado gotcha. warning and stuff like that. Gotcha. Everybody all everybody all freaks out because they've never seen one before. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's oh bad, my god, it's a tornado?
2: Like in the Pacific Northwest, when they announce that there's a funnel cloud or a possible funnel cloud, like not even a tornado, <laughs> like just a little bit of a funnel cloud. It's like oh my gosh! It's like it touched down for I'm three dying. seconds. It touched down for three seconds. <laughs>
0: it's like uh-huh. i don't think we have and anything all, to complain and, about and then all you get is a bunch of rain so
2: exactly and it's like some thunder and that's all we got so anyways yeah we are missing uh bradley adams and uh josh rivers today like i said we have no idea where they are they just said they weren't going to show up before we went live joel and i were discussing the fact that we feel like that the only reason josh is here is for bradley and when bradley's not here then josh doesn't show up so we're not sure what to make of that, but.
0: Bradley is apparently is Josh's is. new protege. And, apparently, yeah. And, and been, with, Brad, with, Bradley's, with Bradley's disappearance, Josh has once again packed up the minivan right. to go <laughs> look for
2: <laughs> To go out and <laughs> to look to, out to see where Bradley. Where he went. Where did you go? Where,
0: where was he last week? Go? Uh, They were both here last week. I know, but where where was he actually located? Oh, from he was call? in,
2: uh, remember, he was in um, uh, Hacker Valley last week. Hacker oh, Valley, so West Virginia.
0: Bradley may have ran into one of those serial killers, and Josh probably went so, to save him. That's
2: true. That's true. We don't know where they're at this week. We'll find out <laughs> next week, I guess, when they return, if they return. <laughs> dun,
0: dun, dun. Josh may return. I don't know about Bradley, because them serial killers are pretty serious out there.
2: It's true. So anyways, uh, let's see. Um, we will, uh, oh, that's a cool piece of trivia. I was trying to find some trivia real quick. You may have known this one, Joel. We'll jump into some trivia here. Did you know Maybe that Gerald McRaney and Bailey Chase played father and son on Longmire?
0: I did know that. Yep. I did know that.
2: And he was, he was a little bit evil then too. McRaney was. Not not evil in the sense that he was trying to take down the country. Just more so, like, just he was had a lot of money and wanted more of it. <laughs> I didn't care who got well, in his way.
0: Did you also know that Jale McRaney also played a government official turned bad guy.
2: When in that, or in a previous something? Yeah, in rather? the AT movie. Oh. <laughs> the 18 that's movie right. that's right i forgot about that one he
0: also played uh, I, I, I Dad. Lot of, a lot of people have <laughs> <laughs> that movie didn't people. do so well the movie didn't do so well at the box office so I if you forgot said. about it you're not alone that's right so
2: anyways uh that's the i was just looking on the, the 24 for legacy and the, they they're very short on trivia so far so they need to they need to bump that up a little bit yeah,
0: but. all this, all this searching
2: for trivia questions and stuff. Come on. I know, right? We've used them all.
0: So, yeah, no, do you have away. any
2: any trivia you've thought of? Uh, Bradley sent us an email before, and he said for the trivia questions, his answers were the opposite of mine. <laughs> that, that's what his response was. Which is
0: probably that's that's probably that's probably a good way to go. <laughs>
2: that's a winning strategy. <laughs> that's a winning strategy right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do you have any strat- any any trivia or interesting facts yeah. that we haven't? Well,
0: I looked on the on the Twenty Four website, um, and the trivia questions that I found last week about who else played Jack Bauer, mm-hmm. that was pretty much the that was pretty much the the, the last of it because all the other trivia questions I saw, Josh had already asked previously.
2: <laughs> so so I think you guys are <laughs> looking in the same spots. I
0: know, right? I, I I need I need to find me a I need to find me a Twenty Four fan site that has nothing but trivia questions. Right?
2: Yeah, that's what you need.
0: I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take so, a, I'm gonna take right. well, I'm a fine. week I'm gonna take a week and find one, and then next week when I come on the show, I'll have it ready.
2: That'd be good. If you can if you can beat Bradley's, this music was also used in season five episode fourteen. Then I'll be impressed, or whatever it was.
0: At the at the at the, at the 58 minute mark, right? <laughs> That was impressive. I was impressed at that point. This song this song was used. Season five, episode eighteen at the fifty seven minute and thirty five second mark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, was impressed, well, how does this guy I that?
0: was impressed.
2: Yeah. So anyways, we'll uh before we forget to do it, I just want to mention the uh, T V showtime app. I've been going through and adding some of my new my new shows, and you'll be happy to know, Joel, that I am up to twenty seven days. I am just about to a month. So
0: Well, I am so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. You're still you're still behind Bradley, but I'm, oh I'm yeah,
2: I don't think I'll ever catch up. I, I think Bradley's <laughs> he's he's running away with the lead there. What is he at like four months yeah. or something like that?
0: Something like that, but A crazy but amount. Anyways, yeah, again, Bradley gets paid for this stuff, so well,
2: that's true. So yeah, if you have not yet download the TV Showtime app, find some uh, shows that you've watched. It's really fun to go in and mark them off as you watch them. It makes you feel like you're accomplishing something rather than just sitting on your couch watching TV. Um, which is great. It makes me feel better about myself. And uh, you know find find us on there. I know Bradley's on there. I know Josh is on there. I know I'm on there. Joel, are you on there?
0: I am on there. I got some catching up to do though.
2: I got I'll have to go find you now. So you can you can follow people. you can have followers, so feel free to follow us and and uh, connect with us there as well as on Twitter. So we are here to talk about twenty four legacy. We have, not including the episode we're gonna discuss today, we have two left, Joel. We're getting to the end. Mm-hmm. We are are close. Know, we can right. see the finish line. And um, I, did you read? Did you read Bradley's uh, review? Let's start there.
0: I have I have not read his review yet. Um, Some I just got the email. <laughs> I got the email um, <clears throat> shortly before we went on the air. So I did read his little bullet points that he had down there, but I haven't had a chance to read his full review yet.
2: Okay. Yeah, less than flattering, really.
0: From his his bullet points, I will will say that I disagree with a few things.
2: Okay. Well, let's let's jump in then. Let's let's take a look at his bullet points, and and we'll just take them line by line. We'll use Bradley, since he's not here. We'll use his bullet points as a a roadmap for our call today. Uh, The first one, he said, the episode felt like it had no structure whatsoever. What say you?
0: I agree, and I disagree. Because of the fact that I agree that it had no structure, because and this is what I've said about twenty-four since the first episode. There's only so much you can fit in the twelve episodes under mm-hmm. a real-time format. Right. So if you if you're going to a show like Twenty Four needs twenty-four episodes or at least sixteen yeah. episodes because
1: you can't flush out characters. To,
0: yeah. To develop characters Starlands. or, you know, I, I know, you know, everybody would complain that, you know, when it was 24 episodes, there was a lot of filler, and that's true, but there was also a lot of character development in those filler episodes Right. that made you care about the characters more right. than you would have if it, it was 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you think we would have learned as much about, say, Kim Bauer or... David Palmer or Wayne Palmer, if it was just 12 episodes.
1: No, not even close. A lot
0: of those. A, a lot of those filler episodes did more to establish characters besides Jack Bauer, besides Tony yeah. Almeida, besides the main characters in the show. Right. And I feel like that they're still trying to cram 24 episodes into 12 episodes, mm-hmm. which is which is why sometimes it feels like it may not have enough structure because they're trying to fit too much into it.
2: Yeah. And he, Um, and he kind of hits on that on his last one of his other ones too. Well, in his, his review, he hits on that how the last five or 10 minutes of the show just seems really and rushed. And, you know, first we don't, you know, Rebecca's in the flames and then we don't know where she is and then she's okay. But we find out that Khalid's alive and, you know, all these things. And and so I think you're right. I think that's what happens is they're trying to to shove so much in and get you the gist of what's going on, but they don't have time to breathe hardly.
0: And it it worked it worked, it worked in Live Another Day because <clears throat> you already had characters established that everybody right, knew. Right. Everybody knew who Hella was, everybody knew who Audrey was. Everybody knew who Chloe and obviously Jack were. Right. Everybody everybody knew who Chain was. That's why Chain didn't need to come in until episode what was it, ten, I think it was. Right. Yeah. Because everybody already knew who he was. He didn't need a backstory. Right. When you when you have a, a, a new episode in a real time format with brand new characters with the exception of Tony that nobody knows, mm-hmm. <clears throat> nobody's familiar with, it takes more than, than just twelve episodes to establish those characters. Especially if it's in a real time format. If it's just right. a regular season where you can skip days and things like that, mm-hmm. you might be a little bit better off. But in a real-time format, it's hard to establish all that in a 24-hour time period over 12 episodes.
2: Right. Well, and I think it's...
0: Um, that. That's,
2: I was just going to say, I wonder if if those that had never watched 24 would feel the same way, or if that's because we're so used to to 24 being 24 episodes and having that that character Character development that we're used to
0: i think i think the <clears throat> the fans that have never watched 24 before will probably to be honest probably aren't watching right now because i think most of most of the fans most of the and i don't pay attention to ratings as much as you know everybody else does mm-hmm. but i think most of that most of the people that are watching are people that are fans of the original show. Right. I can't see, especially the way that things feel rushed and everything feels rushed. I can't see that 24 could be drawing in a lot of new fans. Mm -hmm. The lack of character development. um, With the exception of, of Carter and Rebecca. Right. There really hasn't been a lot of character development you know pretty much everything you need to know about Carter and Rebecca.
1: Mm-hmm. But as
0: far as everybody else, you don't really know that much. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I think I think that a lot of the people that are watching now are people that are fans of the original 24. I think Tony brought a lot of those fans in. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of those fans, even, even at episode what is this, 9? 10? Even at episode 10, people are still waiting for a cameo appearance by jack bauer right i think that's what a lot of the original fans are hoping for they're hoping that that 12 hour time jump at the last episode is them going to russia to break out jack right i think think, and i've seen a lot of that i've seen a lot of that on um freaking phone falling down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of that on different 24 fan groups and stuff like that that people are waiting for that episode to come, that time jump where they're going to break Jack out of prison. Right. And I think that's why a lot of fans are still watching because of that, because they're waiting for that cameo. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And in the process, they're not, when an episode, like one of the biggest gripes I've seen about the last three or four episodes is the lack of development with Tony. Right. And I think that's a lot of original fans who want to see him do more because of how season seven ended for him.
2: Right. Well, I think it's that, and I think it's also because they've played it up so big. Like they've made this big deal about this character coming back, and then we haven't seen anything. You know, even if you were a new fan, like just the way the previews have gone, like they make Tony Almeida out to be this like big deal, and then he really hasn't played much of a part. And so I think that's part of it too. Is like you you made this, you know, and and I guess I mean to their credit, the (laughs) writers did say, look, you know, he's not coming in until later. You know, it's not going to be, you -hmm. know but i mean you bring back somebody like tony it's hard to do it in a mediocre way like he's either got to be, play a big part or not come in at all you know because like you said the way it ended in season 7 the history that fans have with this character for seasons upon seasons you have he has to be a big part if you're going to bring him back otherwise everybody's going to feel like it was just kind of blackluster
0: and, th- and i think that even though i'm, I'm sure that old school fans are happy to see Tony back. Oh, yeah. I still Uh, think it's hard to – I said old school fans. You don't count on that discussion. All right, fine. Um, (laughs) I think most of them are happy to see Tony back. It's kind of weird because Tony's back, but Jack isn't. They want to see that closure between Tony and Jack.
2: Right. It's like Tonto without the Lone Ranger. (laughs)
0: <laughs> very interesting analogy Thank um, you. but I think and they're trying to previous history with Rebecca as a way to justify bringing Tony back right. which is, is fine but they still want that closure between Tony and Jack bringing Tony back without Jack to back and live another day because that was that was long rumored to be mm-hmm. Jack's final season of 24. That's right. when they should have brought Tony back. And then after that, if they wanted to bring him back for this incarnation of legacy, because people have already had their closure. Right Now, with Tony being back, everybody wants that closure between him and Jack. And it's something they're not going to get. So that's why they try to force a relationship between him and Rebecca mm-hmm. that just doesn't feel natural. <clears throat> Let's,
2: just, and let's not get Joe on
0: the time, <laughs> timeline. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going, the timeline. <laughs> because Tony said in the last episode that him and Rebecca worked in Yemen over a year ago. Tony was in solitary six months ago. So was he on a special provisional release? or <laughs> Somebody, somebody explain this timeline to me because it's killing me.
2: Come on, haven't you seen Prison and Break? He stole a bolt from the yard. He dug out behind his <laughs> toilet or his sink and he snuck out and helped her and then came back. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then, and then, and then he came back and he was in solitary and, and, right. and then six months and then six months prior to legacy, he broke out and helped him take down Ben Khalid. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I just don't, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like saying him and Rebecca had a relationship right after Michelle died. I would, it is you know, physically I... impossible for that to happen. I I would love supposedly to hear. Dead.
2: I would love to hear the writers respond to these because they they have to have thought through this. Like you can't tell me that they didn't think about that. Like there has to be a reason that they justify. It. They have to have justified it some way. I would be interested to see what David
0: they... David Fury even said on Twitter that he doesn't understand the timeline. And he's one of the writers on the show.
2: That's true. <laughs> so, so he's always maybe. been kind of the rebel though. Like, he seems like he's kind of the renegade of the, of the writers group.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just he's his interactions that... with you.
2: <sighs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't... I've waited 20 minutes to say this, but I just want to say how good it feels to once again be right.
2: Oh, boy. Here we go.
0: Even though... It even though it was, became obvious last episode, I predicted in the first podcast of the new season that Ben Khalid was going to be alive.
2: Where and we all just behold, surprised beyond the As ugly belief. as he was,
0: because I predicted this is episode one. None of us of were. Similarities. Like, it's like, come on. <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw it in season one and day one. So I kind of Gathered up. I even said in a joking man- manner, "I was like, now nah, watch Ben Khalid end up being alive." Right. And one thing I will say though is, the, whoever does makeup for Twenty Four Legacy deserves a raise.
2: Yeah, that did a good because job. Because
0: the makeup on, because the makeup on that, <laughs> makeup on that guy <laughs> to make to make him look like he looked, that makeup artist needs a raise. 'Cause that was one of the most hideous yeah. things I've seen on an episode of 24.
2: Now now we know that Jack Bauer, because of the time in makeup and preparing for episodes, actually got the tattoo on his arm that he had in what season three? Do you do we think that this guy did the same thing? He's like, I'm not dealing with this every time. Throw me in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just totally kidding. You know but, what? Just
0: take just take right. just take that torch and put it on my face right here. <laughs> That's
2: right. Yeah, I, I'm not doing this every time. We're not. We're not dealing with this.
0: <laughs> let's, just, let's just make it authentic. But no, there. I'll get pissed after the season.
2: You know, it's. You're right. I mean, it was so not not surprising that Ben Khalid was alive. Um. You know, and Bradley spent some time in his in his review writing about that and talking about that. Um. And one of the things he said. Um, which I thought was interesting. He says, um, you know, the Binkley that Binkley is alive is not a surprise. He says, um, it says it harkens back to the first season and therein lies the problem after so many years and so many plot twists, the capacity for the series to execute these surprises in that way, or to do them. So they don't seem simply, or they do not seem simply recycled is low. So, I mean, I think that's kind of what, what we were all talking about last week. He's like, none of us are going to be surprised if this happens. Like, it's the same plot twist. It's like, it's the joke of, oh, who's the mole in CTU? You know, which to their credit,
1: mm-hmm.
2: they have not revealed yet. So props to them for not using that same, you know, old plot twist. But
0: yeah, it's they like... they did, because Steven was working for CTU, but... Yeah, but that's different. Like...
2: <clears throat> Being, being, you know, blackmailed because your girlfriend has a bomb strapped to their chest is a little different than, like, Sad chick. Willingly chick. deciding. Sorry. Yeah. Willingly, you know, choosing to side with the terrorists. You know, it is a little <coughs> different. So, but you're right. So, yeah, I mean, I w- it, it's a plot twist, but it's not really a plot twist when you see it coming and it's happened before.
0: I will say that I'm pretty sure Bradley's happy that Jadal is finally out of the picture. <laughs> I'm sure,
2: Bradley was standing I'm sure that to- makes
0: Bradley ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't think I saw that one coming, but, you know, well, here's here's what Bradley said to that. Um, was that in his notes or was that in the, uh, was that in the review? I can't remember. Yeah, and then in, in his notes here, he says, Jadal is dead. Being disposed of in a way that was as unremarkable as how he lived. <laughs> I'm like, that's a great line. I like that. <clears throat> <laughs> so that was cool. You know, part of me was like, because are you really gonna shoot him when he's holding a torch when the field is full of, you know, fe- like doused in gasoline? Yeah, apparently you are. Um, <laughs> that
0: that was that wasn't one of that wasn't one of the smarter moments that Eric Carter has displayed this season.
2: Well, you would have thought at least he would have said something to the lines of "I'm going to shoot him." Start running, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like get a head start on the on the you know the the field blowing up behind you. But yeah, so that was <laughs> yep. Jadal is dead. Uh, did you have him on your list of people that were going to die? I don't remember you having him on your list. Yes, I did. Did you?
0: Okay. There you yes. go. You're right again. But I felt like I felt like that that was an obvious. List, I felt like that was obvious because Jadala wasn't going to make it through without dying. Right.
2: So. Well, now you have the now you have the I guess quote unquote plot twist of you have Jadala the entire time who's trying to avenge his father's death, and now you have his father who's now going to try to avenge his son's death. So. You killed That'll my son. Well, and then you have you have Jadala also <laughs> who was so hell bent on revenge. That he completely destroys his son son's plan. Like his son's the one that's like, no, we're not letting John go. And then Ben Khalid's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're letting him go. Like, <laughs> like let him go now. And, and now you and you learn you learn at that moment that Jadal has never been in charge. Like there, there has not been a moment in this entire season that he's actually been in charge. He's been let to believe he was. But Ben Khalid yeah. was always in the background pulling the strings every single time like so bradley's right if jadala was left to his own devices i didn't worry about <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, th- I think i think Ben just wanted to see if his son could could run things the way he had yeah because <laughs> the guy's not the guy's not getting any younger right, so, right. Uh, but it's it's amazing and if you look at his face strikingly similar he looks to Osama Bin Laden. And I'm going for but if you look at him you could see how strikingly similar the two looked.
2: Kind mm-hmm. <clears throat> of tall so skinny. I'm not, su-
0: I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's the look they were going for. I mean minus of course the burns on the side of his face. Right.
2: Um, and the being alive, not dead.
0: Yeah, the being alive part. <laughs> um
2: but if you think about it, I mean, think about think about the re, the way that they went in to, um, to take him out. I mean, I, I hadn't thought about this until you mentioned that. How similar was that to the actual mission to take out <clears throat> Osama bin Laden? I I hadn't was, thought about that until you mentioned it. But similar. you're right. You know, it's the same thing. Let's let's sneak in under cover of darkness. Let's mm-hmm. let's shoot them all. You know and. You know, that's exactly and, what like, happened. Let's confirm you know, that they're dead. Which apparently we didn't do as well this time, but hey. <laughs>
0: and you and you notice how the the amount of rangers that went in to take to take Ben Khalid was six. Which yeah. is also the amount that went in to take out bin Laden.
1: Right.
0: So <clears throat> but and their I, helicopter I, I was, was up dead. on the raid. Yeah. I was I was reading up on the raid and um, I, I was looking at it online and stuff like that. And one thing that Carter said that that kind of struck me was that Ben Khalid appears to have been killed. So Carter himself didn't even see Ben Khalid get killed. He just assumed, like Rebecca's assumed, and like we all assumed. Because
2: didn't Grimes shoot him? Um, <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: um, I'm trying to remember I mean, back I, to that. I think he did.
2: 'Cause I think it was Grimes and then like then Carter came in to confirm. And yeah.
0: Grimes Grimes radioed to Rebecca that um, that he sees Ben Khalid and then Rebecca right. tried to verify that with facial recognition. Right. So I think it was um Grimes that supposedly took him out.
2: Way to go, Grimes.
0: Um I know. He's even even, even post mortem he still screws up.
2: <laughs> it would have been interesting if he was still alive and to have Carter be like, I thought you said he was dead. Like, I thought you killed him. I mean, that was a, a plot twist. That wasn't really a plot twist. Um, you know, we know Jadal is in charge. We know he's been in charge. We know that he had Nassiri there to make sure that he was kept in line and monitor his progress as Nasiri said um let's see what else oh the the whole um the whole henry donovan like completely rolling over once again like i'm sorry like i know i know that uh you know we all have kind of our pet peeves in this episode that one's mine (laughs) like the fact that he's like completely like i'm not saying anything and then the next minute it's like it was louise it was all (laughs) louise it's like
0: well to be to be fair the, right. To his be to be danger. fair, um, his his son had been kidnapped, so that probably right. played a part in it. Right. <clears throat> I will say that I saw a little bit more fire out of Luis than I had in previous episodes.
2: Yeah, with the what a coffee maker.
0: Um, with the, with the way with the way he just stopped Henry with a coffee maker. Um, yeah, that was that
2: was <laughs> impressive. My thing was like you know that like it's I don't very, know why. I'm
0: very impressed by that.
2: I don't know why he thought that that Luis was going to respond so favorably to what he was saying. Like, my thought was like, why don't you just go downstairs and not say anything until CTU shows up? Like, why tip him off? Yes. I mean, I guess he thought maybe he could appeal to his, you know, family instincts. But I mean,
0: come on. Well, I mean, anybody that's watched any episode of 24 knows that's not going to work.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, that was my thing. It's like, dude, just go down there. You know, make small talk. Talk about talk about how the uh, the old ball game's going or something. Talk about March Madness. I don't know. Do something. Don't tell him that CTU's <laughs> on their way to arrest him when he knows that that means he's going to see the inside of a cell the rest of his life. But he did well, <clears throat> and that ended badly.
0: Yeah, and as 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 screwed up as the Donovan family is, <laughs> yeah. the award for the most screwed up family cars <laughs> because i mean yeah eric stole nicole from isaac and now as we saw in the last episode isaac's trying to steal nicole back from <laughs> eric. eric
2: but he, but she doesn't so, have to answer now so
0: so i mean like th- this family is screwed up family on television okay the the bundies have nothing on this family <laughs>
2: I think Isaac (laughs) just thinks that Nicole's going to leave Eric one way or the other. So if he's, if she's going to leave anyways, he might as well throw his hat in the ring. Pretty sure that's where that is, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, so I guess we'll see, I mean, we'll see. And I mean the, the previews for the next episode show that, you know, there's kind of this, this hint that the, the national security advisor or whatever is involved and playing a major role in this and, and uh, so
0: it's, it's not a hint; they were pretty deliberate.
2: That's true. <laughs> so we'll we'll see where that ties into to Luis um, and where Luis runs to. That'll be interesting. We do find out, you know, I, I don't. Did they ever say before that Luis was Henry's brother-in-law? We found out that for sure because they just referred to him as John's uncle yeah. before that.
0: Yeah, I think I. Think he is John's? If he's John's uncle and Henry's John's father, then you know, two and two together, (laughs) kind of. It could be it could be Henry's brother.
2: brother. No, is his brother-in-law, because Henry says this is your this is your sister's son or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. So it it kind of makes you wonder if Hen or John's mom's going to come into play because when you read about Twenty Four Legacy, they say that John's mother is the strong-willed one. Mm-hmm. So, does she come into well, play in the next two episodes?
0: Well, if you were, if you remember in the earlier season, Henry referred to John's mother as being dead. So, I don't know if brought back the life in one season is just too much for me. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, must, have missed, I must have
2: missed him <laughs> saying that. So I'll accept that.
0: Um, but I think, I think originally they had cast John's mother and then eventually... Was given to Gerald McGraney when he was brought on. Gotcha. I think they decided to have his father play the part that she was supposed to play.
2: Makes sense. Okay. The
0: strong will part because there is no strong will in him whatsoever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I, I think that Luis, Luis's contact, I think, might be Sims, the national security advisor. Um, I just hope that they don't do what I think they're gonna do we run to the consulate so we can be granted asylum you know how they do on 24
2: (laughs) and then Eric has to go in under directly disobeying orders go into the consulate and then in three seasons we find out that Eric gets whoever's consulate at what (laughs) yeah
0: Held for held for two held for two and a half years and tortured and
2: yep comes back and Nicole's married to somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isaac Isaac's running Isaac's running a a, a, a cabal full of terrorists.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, it will be interesting. I'm curious to see. I want to know what the the I mean, what's the yeah, they didn't really say. We know that the director of national intelligence or whatever is involved. But what's his angle? Like, you you can tell by the preview that, like, whatever it is, he's so determined to keep it from coming out that he's willing to kill, like, everybody. Because what's that line he has? Like, who does he call? He calls somebody and he's like, I have something I need you to clean up for me. Tony. Yeah, which is interesting. It's like, wait a second.
0: Whose side is Tony on again?
2: How do you feel about that, Joel?
0: Well, I think... I think Or is Tony just a the mercenary? I, think, and Tony well, just, like, whoever I can't paid. believe they did that to Tony.
2: There we go. There it is. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I, I can't believe they did that to Tony.
2: But it doesn't I, say I, that I think, Tony well, does it, I, does it?
0: And I made this prediction in one of the, the Facebook Because I think that Tony is... I I think what what I think is going to happen is I think Tony is paying a debt to stay out of prison.
2: That's very possible.
0: I think think that he may be a mercenary for Sims because Sims may be holding his freedom over his head. Like, if you do not do this, Mm -hmm. I will send you back to prison. And I think that's why Tony is doing what he's doing. But I think in the next episode he's going to sort of draw the line because his mission is going to involve him either killing Rebecca or killing Carter. And <clears throat> that is when he's going to draw the line. Probably mm-hmm. turn on Sims to him possibly getting his redemption or Sims wanting to throw him back in prison which will lead into episode 12, the finale, of the terrorist before Tony gets shipped back to prison.
2: Or killed. I had to throw it out. It could happen. (laughs) I know you don't want it to. If it
0: does, it. I don't think he's going to die. But I think, but I have Come to grips with the possibility that he may die in the in the twelfth episode.
2: As long as it's a noble death, right?
0: Which makes me upset because if if he does die, I want him to die in a season with Jack because I want that closure between him and Jack. This twenty four plot hole. If him and Jack do not get their closure. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's five minutes or a whole
2: season. Here would be a cool way. This would be a cool way to uh like a, a teaser for a coming season. So let's say Tony dies. I know. I, I know you don't want to hear about that, but let's say Tony dies and the final thing we see of this season is a Jack Bauer standing over a grave that says Tony Almeida. And then he turns and walks away.
0: that would be the biggest kick in the i think they could ever give 24 faithful <laughs> i think that would be the biggest the biggest kick in the in, in the gonads that they could possibly <laughs> give us by having that happen or what if what if it's if jack determined that, what if it's jack
2: determined to uh, to avenge tony's death <clears throat>
0: Because you would have to need a reason for that, and to have a reason for that would be for Jack and Tony to have their closure. Tony dies.
2: Maybe he just comes because to realize what Tony has been. Tony
0: Jack was Jack. You mean the same friend that strapped a bomb to his chest? Minus, minus
2: the trying to kill him part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The same, the same friend well, that the bomb to his chest and wanted to blow up millions of people. That friend, come on, that's a swell.
2: Friend. One poor choice does not make a person a bad person. You've been arguing that about the, totally latest, the entire time.
0: It was the latest indiscretion. Remember, <laughs> remember it was the whole season full of indiscretions.
2: <laughs> it was the magnitude of the indiscretion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a bomb. Right. Hello. But no, I don't know. I mean, oh, millions of people,
2: I, I definitely think you're right. I think it's going to be a matter of, and, and I, I hadn't thought about that, but I think you're right. I think it definitely could be that he's holding that over Tony's head saying, Hey, I approve <laughs> you getting out of prison. And if you want to stay that way, you'll do what I asked you to do. That being said, it seems like Tony does have a fairly, fairly long leash. You know, he's been doing some contracting jobs for different people. Um, unless all of those have been for Sims. I mean, it's not impossible that well, he was on his way to what Sweden, Denmark, where were they headed? I'm in Cedra.
0: Somewhere, but, but you know, you notice how that's a lot close to Russia. Just throwing that out there. Um, but <laughs> I think the net, the, the, whatever Sims title is, I, I'm lost track. I think that
2: the man on the TV like,
0: <laughs> exactly I think that he gave Tony approval to do all of these things as long as when I pick up the phone and I need you to clean up something no. you're there other than that you can do whatever you want to do as long as you're there when I need you which right. also could be something that he's holding over his head because he could be like I know what you've done since you got out of prison. Right. Man, you will do what I tell you to do. Right. And I think, and like I said, I think next episode, I think Tony's going to get tired of it. I think he's just going to be like, enough is enough.
2: Cross, he's willing to kill millions of people, but he will not kill Rebecca.
0: (laughs) No, he won't kill people. He won't kill people he loves right except for jack If i know you're you
2: safe except for jack yeah well jack got (laughs) in the
0: way that was just collateral jack 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 was a mean jack Jack was a means to an end he knew he wasn't going to get close to alan wilson so he needed jack to do it for him it's a very noble gesture i thought right yep the friends for right
2: that's right you also (laughs) have that
0: you have that
2: You know, we we have that um, interaction between Rebecca and Eric as they're driving to the field um, about you know how we have to keep things from our family, and they just wouldn't understand. And you know, Carter didn't know when he was going to tell Nicole. And I mean, what do you what do you give the odds of Eric and Nicole being Eric and Nicole by the end of the season?
0: It depends. I, th- I think they're doing. I think they're teasing it, but I think Eric and Nicole will, assuming Nicole survives till the end of the season, Uh-oh. because if they're because if they're going to completely replicate season one, then we all know who's going to die at the end. Um, <clears throat> but I think that if they, if they survive, will be Eric and Nicole, and I think it was just I think Isaac will eventually come to grips with. Okay, Nicole loves Eric, so Nicole's gonna stay with Eric. Right. So I need to be the good brother and be there for my brother, um, assuming that Isaac doesn't risk his life trying to save Eric. Right. I, anyway, <clears throat> that, that could can still happen.
2: happen. That could still happen. Yeah.
0: But I, I, I want, I want to go back to the conversation between Rebecca and Carter in the car. Okay. You notice how when, when Rebecca was telling Carter that, you know, in order to do this job, you have to keep things from people. Mm-hmm. And then Carter was like, even the ones you love? And Rebecca was especially. like, especially those. Yep. It, sounded, it sounded very much like Jack Bauer when she said that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, Rebecca it, also sounded, like, it yeah. also sounded like Jack Bauer when she said, when he asked if she would told Mullins. And she said, I can't re- take a risk of him saying no. Like that was a very yeah. Jack Bauer-esque thing to say too.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think if you, if you, if you remember back in season three, that said, you can't do this job and have a normal life. Right. And I think that that was kind of the conversation that Rebecca and Carter were Mm-hmm. You can't do this job and still be able to And, and I like, I like the the subtle teases throughout the season, and especially in this episode where Eric told Rebecca, um, Nicole thinks that I need this. Do you? <laughs> do you? And <laughs> Carter will not answer it. Right. Carter will not answer that question. Like he's been asked that like three or four times now. Mm-hmm. And he, he refuses to answer that question. I don't think he himself knows if he right. means this or not.
2: Right. Well, then you have too. I mean, Rebecca says that. And then you have, was it Nasiri that was having the interaction with John and basically talking about his wife being a monster. And he's like, oh, she hasn't told you. Or, oh, you don't know or something like that. So it almost sounds like there's something else that Rebecca either did or ordered to be done that even terrorists feel like was a really horrible thing to do. Which, I mean, trying to kill your boss, I mean, you'd think that would rank up there. But they kind of left that open, like there's something else there. There's something that, you know, if John knew about would cause some major second thoughts. Well, we shall see.
0: I mean, if you if you if if you think about it, when Tony first came back and there was torturing his father, John looked to Rebecca and flat out told her, "I don't even know who you know are." Who anymore. are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> you could kind of get a hint then that right. there's some things that Rebecca had done as director of CTU that John he probably would not be <laughs> proud of. Right. Um.
2: <laughs> and did not want to and, and to her lie. credit, when you're running for when you're a senator and you're running for president, you don't want to know those things. Like <laughs> it's one of those yeah. it's like, hey honey, yeah. guess what I did at to CTU today? La 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 If I don't know I can't lie yeah, about it.
0: It kinda of, <laughs> it kinda of, it kinda of brings me back to to Jack because remember when um, when they ran that Salazar op? Back right. in uh, what was it, season three? Mm-hmm. And once it came out that Gael, Tony, and Jack cover to get the Salazar's to get the Salazar's out of prison, right. once that became like to the president, to President Palmer, Jack said on the video message that I couldn't risk um, telling you because if anything went wrong, I didn't want you to be liable. Right. So Jack often did questionable things without telling President Palmer because he didn't want the president to be at risk of having to lie for him. Yep. And to having to put the presidency at risk. Mm -hmm. And I think Rebecca was kind of the same way of the added in fact that, you know, her husband is the one running for office. Right. Um, I don't think she wanted to run the risk of if some of those things came back of her husband having to lie for her Mm -hmm. and lying under oath you know is real big (laughs) no-no so yeah um i don't think she wanted to i don't think she wanted to risk ruining his political career by some of the questionable things that she had to do
2: yep i would agree let's see Hmm. I'm looking at the end of Bradley's review here and seeing he's got some notes here. And so I was just trying to see, here's an interesting one that I, I hadn't thought of, but I think is a valid point. He said, admittedly, John did not have much time to escape, but could he have cut off his zip ties on his hands too? <laughs> like, it's a great point. Like he had time to cut the zip ties on his feet. You would have thought he could just reach forward, cut them off his hands too, and actually ran. But
0: yeah, but I, th- I think that he was just excited that he got his feet free. So he just, <laughs> well, I got my feet free. I'll get my hands free later. Um, but even even if he would have got his hands free, I don't think he still would have made it far because, I mean, right. Jimmy Smith is not known as the fastest guy in the world. so. <laughs> well, I was going to say, he's a senator. They're he like professional still-
2: terrorists. Yeah. They probably work out. Let's see. I mean, even
0: even even if you watch even if you watch NYPD Blue, Jimmy Smith didn't do a lot of running. So
2: <laughs> here's an, here's another one where the uh, the time travel strikes again. Uh, Bradley says Eric was back to CTU very quickly, having been, still been in Jennifer Marshall's basement at the end of the last episode, and yet the bomb disposal team was twenty minutes away last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so once again. <laughs>
0: eric Eric must be used in the the wave rider that they use in legends of tomorrow because that's the only way that i see him getting back there in time right Um, (laughs) jack bauer could not have even gotten back to ctu in the amount of in in a less time than eric did.
2: he did a pretty good job the other thing i thought was interesting is andy still seems to be doing really well for having a knife stabbed into his leg
0: Yeah, I don't think I, I. don't think I could do as well as he could.
2: And walking around, you would think that would open you know, up the whole, and make it bleed.
0: <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole knife and the lead thing, and it's it's, it's it kind of makes it hard to walk. Um, but he seems so, to be yeah. walking around just fine.
2: He's a lot tougher, and we give him credit for. Like that's what I it know, comes down to. he's he's
0: he's, he's, de- he's he's definitely earned his medal a little bit.
2: <laughs> I think too. Um. um we, we have not, did we see, did we see Locke at all during this episode?
0: No. I think. Uh,
2: Completely gone. Think, just
0: like took a coffee they, break. I don't know. And they, they, spent, they spent a majority of the episode at CTU. And yeah, we never saw Locke at one time. Like was he in the bathroom or <laughs> did he just go take a nap?
2: Right, we're not sure
0: being being the head of field ops can be a very exhausting position so maybe he was tired
2: perhaps <laughs> so i thought that was interesting like they, his character has just kind of slid out of out of sight early like in the last few episodes he just really hasn't done much i expected more in the beginning from a director of field ops yeah, but hasn't i
0: done guess much this entire season
2: Right, and if you think about it, I mean, Eric Carter is kind of playing that role that the director of field ops would typically play. So, I mean, maybe he feels maybe he feels like he's that's, being replaced.
0: That's why. That's why I'm waiting for Lot to die, because <laughs> there's a job opening because Eric, <laughs> because Eric needs to come in and take his place.
2: Maybe he doesn't like Eric because he realizes that the only reason he got the job was because Eric hadn't responded yet. <laughs> It's like Eric, because you know his was he was the first choice. He's Lock's just second choice.
0: I will I will rank Lock up there with probably the worst in twenty four history. Yeah, I'll probably put him right up there because Lock has not won a battle yet. Right, like he's gotten like two or three fights and he's lost them all. (laughs) So.
2: Yeah, it doesn't have uh, much of a it makes it you
0: wonder like how much are they paying this guy? <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> not much of a not much of a track record so far. But um <laughs> no, so I mean I think overall, um I, it was an okay episode. I don't think it was the best. I think you know what you said in the beginning kind of lends to that. You know, they're they're trying to to shove a ton of different plot stuff into the show. They're trying to go with the minimal character development you can, and it just leads to yeah. kind of a, eh, at times. Which is sad. Like, it makes will, me sad. But
0: I will, I will say that the, the second half of the season has been so far better than the first half of the season um, because I found myself waiting for the episode to be over a lot of times during the first half of the season. Right. Second half of the season has been and I don't know if that has anything to do with Tony coming back, considering he's been in the hard. whole of maybe five minutes in the last four episodes.
2: Right. <laughs> so right.
0: um second half of the season by and large has been a lot better than the first half. And I think that coincides a lot with, you know, the the the, the Amira plot being over, Grimes right. being gone. And I think it started to ramp up around episode six. And I think it's I think the mm-hmm. second half has been a lot better than the first <clears> half. And I'm hoping they continue that in the next two episodes.
2: Right. So uh where do you see it going? As we're getting towards the end here. What's the Joel Wood eighty nine percent accurate prediction? Might be up to ninety
0: three now. Yeah with the Ben Khalid reveal that's probably about up to ninety two. <laughs> um
2: but he's counting. I
0: th- I think it's me. Um I think that um <laughs> that I think Tony is going to I think he's doing Sims bidding mm-hmm. to stay out of prison. Mm-hmm. Um but I think he's going to decide enough is enough next next week. Um lead to episode 12 the finale being Carter and Tony the terrorist mm-hmm. um, once and for all and I think that includes director Sims um, I think that a major character is going to die because it wouldn't be 24 if a major character did not die right. <laughs> Um. As far as the updated schematics of who I think that main character might be, I still think it's going to be either Tony, Rebecca, or Senator Donovan. I think one of those three is going to bite the bullet before the season's over with. Um, I mean, it could always be Andy. It could always be Isaac. You know, those are the two wild cards. Right. Um, but my, <clears throat> my money, right, my money right now is on either Tony or Rebecca. Rebecca could die, and the in the finale, and that could set Tony off into a
2: a second age, crazy spin,
0: like <laughs> like live another day when Jack found out Audrey was dead, and he kind of went on a killing spree again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could that could send Tony over the edge. Um. I think either Tony or Rebecca is going to bite the bullet
2: before
1: the
2: finale or during the finale. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think it could be Rebecca. Part of me feels like she might do really well as the tortured, I can't believe I let this happen or, you know, like type character too, which lowers my opinion that she'll yeah. get killed. I I really want to see, and I think we will see it, if not in the next episode, by the end. We got to see a good fight with Tony. Like, I really, I mean, I want to see Tony in the next two episodes. And I think we will. I think you're right. I think he's going to play a bigger part in these final episodes. But um, we just need a good fight, you know? Like, there really hasn't been that good of a fight yet. Like like you said, every time Locke fight, it was quick and pathetic. (laughs) It's like Carter's had a couple that were okay. But yeah, we just need a good Tony fight. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see too um, what allegiance Cedra really has to Tony. Like if there's really any allegiance there or if it's just like the money's good and we're like kind of somewhat dating when we feel like it or whatever their deal is. Or if it's... Because I mean... They build, you know, in in the beginning of the season, they build that Cedro like sows distrust between Tony and Rebecca. So it's like, does that actually happen? Or, you know, is she tied up in that, you know, she's required to be there because, you know, Sims is doing whatever. Or does she decide she doesn't want to be? It'll be interesting to see if she plays any greater of a role as Tony. I mean, you could tell that she wasn't happy about the idea of not leaving. You know she was unhappy um, that they weren't going to take this job in Sweden or Denmark or wherever it was. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. Um,
0: well, we all saw yeah. what we all saw what Tony did to his last girlfriend, season seven. So <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. it should be interesting. We shall see. That's the other? Uh, did they ever pick up Donovan? They never picked him up yet, did they? After he fell out of the moving van?
0: No, well, there was police cars right behind him. They picked him up <laughs> um, because when it when they right. when he jumped when he fell out of the van, all I saw oh, was blue right. lights. So I'm that's assuming right. that those were police cars that picked him up.
2: There was one. Yep, you're right. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I mean, I think we'll find out who Luis runs to, obviously, which will reveal a little bit more of the plot of who's doing what you know, who done, who wrong kind of a thing. And uh, if there's an intermediary between Luis and Sims, there's or if you go straight to parts. Sims, there is, yeah. But I think we've we've learned that we were all right when we said that Jadala wasn't behind everything, and Luis certainly wasn't behind everything, and Henry wasn't behind everything. I mean, we, we found that those are all minor players, um, which we all kind of expected. I, I don't think anybody's surprised there.
0: But Yeah, I'm. not. I mean, like I said, there's a there's a lot of moving parts that need to be tied up before the finale. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Louise, you got Sims, then of course you got Ben Khalid and Missouri. Yep. Um, there's a lot of loose ends running around that need to be tied up before the finale.
2: You got Isaac and Nicole.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I wish they would just kiss already and just get it over with.
2: That's what Bradley said. Killing Bradley you. said, with the <laughs> Isaac and Nicole thing, please, just stop."
0: <laughs> like, either, either, anymore. like either either kiss <laughs> or just or just say that you're done either way right but this this whole teasing for the last eight episodes is killing me
2: yeah <clears throat> it was cool i we didn't mention this earlier but that little uh mini confrontation between isaac and the ctu guards was kind of cool <laughs> because i i think putting isaac Car or Isaac up against four CTU guards, that's a pretty fair fight. Like judging by what we've seen of CTU guards in the past. <laughs>
0: maybe, 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 maybe when maybe when Eric maybe when Eric gets his job at CTU, he can get Isaac hired as one of the security guards.
2: Well, let's put Isaac <laughs> in charge of security. I mean that'd be pretty I, cool. I
0: think I think if you bring in Isaac and what's left of his crew. They could probably be better security guards than the ones that they have now.
2: <laughs> pretty sure they wouldn't just let terrorists roll in. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: nah, pretty sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can get Nicole a job as an analyst.
2: There you go. All right, so here's your here's your Tony question for the week. I just thought of this one, so it's probably not as good as last week's or any of the weeks prior, but <clears throat> in a fight. Sims or Tony? How does it end?
0: That's a good one. Sims because Sims got the bad guy thing going for him, so
2: he he definitely have other people ready to shoot.
0: My heart says Tony. If it's just a one on one fight, um, it's never just a says fight. that you know this, that there's a good fifty percent chance that Tony dies. At the end of the season,
1: uh,
0: so if that's the case, then Tony might get killed. Um, but I think in a one-on-one fight, if it's just you know one-on-one and and that's it, I think Tony.
2: How much does it pain you to say that there's a fifty percent chance that Tony dies?
0: More than it pains me more than when I found out that season eight was going to be the last season of twenty-four before they came back for the another day. I felt more pain than I did then. And that was a very painful experience.
2: Mhm. Mhm. I remember that, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a very it was a very painful experience.
2: Well, that just that leads me to believe that that is a strong 50% chance.
0: It's a very strong. 50%
2: because if you weren't convinced that if you weren't fairly convinced of it, you wouldn't be saying it. So,
0: yeah. Well, yeah,
1: I think
2: go ahead
0: no i say yeah i've started to come to grips with that maybe this might be it because we haven't had other than grinds we haven't had a major character death yet right and you know there's always a major character death you know during the final battle so like clockwork yep kind of makes me wonder if it's going to be tony
2: Hopefully he dies in a very valiant way. I think he will. If he does, if, I think they're going to go that way.
0: If he if he if he dies in the finale, then then the last podcast that we do will be a very somber podcast for me. Don't know if I'll be able to actually make it through the podcast and review the previous episode.
2: Joel, Joel's going to be wearing a black suit. He's gonna ask for a moment of silence in the with beginning. With a
0: tie and, and everything. <clears throat> Can we have Can a have moment a black of silence? with a black tie, and <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a ten bell salute at the start of the podcast.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be rather. <laughs> of a- Anthony Almeida, Anthony,
2: Anthony Almeida, friends. Oh, i I'll,
0: I'll even. I'll even buy my own Chicago Cubs mug to honor the to
2: honor the, the that would be awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: Friend, <laughs> public servant, terrorist. Drink 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 for my drink right.
0: from my Chicago Cubs mug.
2: Joe <laughs> yeah. Joe'll Joel be buzzed by the time we start the pod, start the podcast episode. <laughs>
0: Not sure it'll be all ruffled and stuff.
2: <laughs> well let's hope it doesn't happen. Just my sorrows. Yep. Just don't turn into a terrorist because of it, please.
0: Well, I think you've made me miss enough TV for one day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alrighty, man. Well, I think uh, I think it's gonna be interesting. I think you're right. I think we'll we'll get a little more. I think it's gonna continue to get a little bit better. Hopefully, I, I really do hope it continues the the trajectory that it's been going on of getting better. Um, and and we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. So, some good predictions there, folks. If you uh, have your own predictions, feel free to <clears throat> hit us up on Twitter, uh, 24 Uh Remember the TV Showtime app. You can follow us on there. And we will be back next week. Hopefully, we'll have some co-hosts with us as well. But who knows? I mean,
0: yeah, if they if they, if they decide that they want to join us next week, we'll we'll be waiting for them.
2: We're just gonna like oh. we should just hijack the podcast. Just like start doing it a day earlier and not tell anybody, <laughs> and be yeah, like, and oh, then just, it's already
0: done. And then and, <laughs> and then and then when and then when Josh starts to call everybody for the podcast, we just won't answer the phone.
2: That's right. Yeah, we already did this. I don't know why you're calling us, Josh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are you calling us for we already did it it's already up and everything
2: that's right yeah all right folks well thank you so much for listening we appreciate you um thank you for for your support and hopefully this is helpful to you and enjoyable and let's all hope that we get to watch tony for another season and or 24 for another season